Good morning, Rabboisai. Ah! Living in Shvasimimirosi Ruspas Mordechai. Gedvoch. I enjoyed seeing you live tonight in Yerushalayim. So, I want to thank everybody who came out last night to Yerushalayim. Well, mostly people from Yerushalayim. Yehuda, Shukach for coming. What a tzaddik, seriously. There's other things to do with the you know? Besides uh, coming to Shir, waiting around for... It was a lot of fun because Gershon told me, when I'm there, there's not going to be any issues. We came, we did a, a dry run, 12 o'clock in the morning, Thursday night. Sure enough, we get there, 40 minute delay. Now, it wasn't his fault at all because there's no internet, but those were the things that we were struggling with in Chicago and New York. It's always, when you're on the road, it's always a thing. So, but he was frustrated and I, was, I felt so good because now somebody else shares in my frustration, right, Tigershan? It's not easy. Okay. And the computer, the brand new computer I got was no good and this was not good. Okay, good vach. No, but it's, it's, it's a learning experience. Bezer Hashem, next time we go on the road, it's going to be a lot smoother. I, what? There was no, there was no water, period. Well, those on the guy remembered the middle. Yes, you should have came. I always had a feeling about Yom Yishalayim being significant in Charedim. As I'm sure you know that the Tehillim of the 28th day of the month always includes Al-Nahar's Bavel, which of course contains the words Yom Yishalayim. Thanks again for the amazing shir. Nochem Shor, member since Seal of Moed, Nevei Yaakov. All right, so you to everybody who hung out there. All right, continuing on. Here's a picture I told you about, I took of Ruvain Tillam. What? Oh, that's right, you can't see the screen. Hold on one second. Interesting stuff going on there. I took of Ruvain Tillam, learning the daf in Stalin Shulam Borough Park. He's very excited about his free Gemara, showing off to everyone's Shulam, trying to get them to join. Oh, by the way, that reminds me, seriously, tomorrow, don't forget to bring your new Volume Threes. Art scrolls, Masifta's starting tomorrow. Brand new Pereg, brand new Masifta. Bring your friends. We still have Gemara's left over. So do us a favor. Get some other people to join. Take a Gemara for yourself, a free one. You hear, Mendy? Oh, so don't bring anybody. Forget it. <laughs> he saw me learning the Daven Bar in my iPad to listen to today's share. Baruch Wajzefeld, pronounced Weisfeld. I can close a picture of a sticker and I can say that you and the wife have changed my life as I'm getting a schmack and learning more and more each day. I love this thing because now I can see Nachman and the computer the same I, thing. I, I love it. I will like get a I thing, like a special screen that you can read it here. I got What am I supposed to do? Here. Okay, here we go. I was like, you know, I say that we're learning everything. Oh, he says that he, he sees a lot of Ashgacha protests in the daf. For instance, listen to this. Not too long ago, we were learning the Mishnah about how long a childless couple should wait before getting divorced. That morning, my brother from Tveria called that his wife gave birth to the first child boy after 17 years. Speak about learning about the subject that same day. So I want to thank you. Here's a picture of boy Isai. Baruch Hashem, I just made my first chasana for my daughter. It was a beautiful sharing with the MDY boys. When they played Gishmak to do the daf, they played Gishmak to do the daf of the chasana. This is a special achdos. Here's a picture, by the way, whoever's invited to Nachman Seltzer's chasana over there, they're going to sing a different song. What song are they going to sing? No, no, the other one, the one you composed. 
When they play, uh, you know, I have other things to do then. Hey, Gishmaya. Here's a picture with some of the Toronto MDY Hebra, Ari Blau, Gavi Shul, David Dayan, and myself. This guy is the Iron Chassman. You remember Eli Shochet that he, he wrote up, what was his name? Kilimanjaro? What yeah. was, was All right. So here he is. I, I believe he's the one with the hat, if I remember correctly. He doesn't say exactly who's who, but I know Ari Blau is the one second from the right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know everybody. Okay, fine. Iron Chasma Eli Shochet. Binyam and Chub learning the daf the day after his brother's wedding in the car on the way to Sherbrochus. The picture of the day, it says here. Unbelievable. Writing things down with the thing of Givaldic stuff. All right, so the coil this month is sponsored Lahatzlacha to the entire Mishpacha Bemdiwai. By his kids. The boy family, the Walkinson family, by the Lock and Lebeck families who just renewed Lakewood, New Jersey, because Toiro is the best gulo. And also someone who just renewed a few days ago, Lilu Nishmas, Chayo Bas Yosef. Today, Shir is being sponsored by Yochan Shrulin and Yosef Itzkowitz in honor of our father's sixth yard site. Today, Chofches Iyar, Reb Naftali, Ben Reb Yehuda, Shmuel, and in honor of our mother's second yard site, tomorrow, Chofches Iyar. Wow, I didn't have that when I read it yesterday. Today is Chav Chesir. Then the mother is Niftar and Chav Tesir. Uh, uh, four years later, Moras Zeldo Rivko Baz Rebbeach Olea Shalom. By Mordechai Sepaznik, Lezei Chenishmas, his uncle, Danny Silber. I don't know if there's anybody that sponsors more shiurim than Mordechai Sepaznik. I'm saying in terms of the daily shiurim. He's constantly sponsoring Lezei Chenishmas. Shkoyach Reb Mordechai. Should have a shidduch bekoroiv. Danny Silva, Rebaruch Daniel, Zerchoyen of Yochah Ben Yibel Chaim, Reb Zev Levi Akoyen, Mezin Shama have an Aliyah. Today is the 43rd day in the Oimer. Rabbi Yisai, we're holding on Daf Pei Gimel, the last last two words on Pei Beis on the Beis. Omar Rav, Lesa Lemas Nisim Ikamei Braisa, we learned that Rabbi Yossi holds in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon both say that an Androgynos is a human being that has both Zachrus and Nakvos, on the outside at least. I'm pretty sure that inside it's not in a cave and a Zachar, can't get pregnant. We don't find something like that. However, on the outside, on the exterior, we can't tell what it is. It's both. So in our Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi Paskins, that I'm supposed to read that because I can't see anything. I oh, know. Fine. Rabbi Yossi says that an Androgynous has Allah of. No, he's just trying to figure out the remote. Don't worry about it. It's not for us. Androgynous has Allah of a Zachar. Vadai. And therefore, if this Androgynous marries a woman, and he, the Androgynous is a Kayan, that woman could eat a Truma. However, the Brysa says something else. The Brysa says that he's not a Vali Zachar, he's a Savik Zachar. And we go with the Brysa, not like the Mishnah. Less so the Masnison, we ignore the Mishnah, Mikame Brysa, because we have a Brysa that says the opposite of our Mishnah. And we're going to see Shmuel argues and says the opposite. The Sanyo. Rabbi Yossi Oimer, here's the same Rabbi Yossi that we have in our Mishnah, and he says, Andreginus, Bria, Bifne, Atzmo. It's something 
It's not a zachar, it's not a nekeva, it's called an androgynos. It's a suffolk. And therefore, if an androgynos marries, an androgynos akoyim marries an akeva, she can't eat truma. Says the Gemara, Adarabo, what do you mean? So hello to Marad. So just look over there. So, also, where do you live? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Summer deal? Yes. Ooh, I I should, should I come? I don't know. We don't know if Marad gets his supplies. He's still sorry. working on it. We have plenty of time. <coughs> Marad, we need a place already. Come on. We've got guys, tickets. Avi wants to come. Tomer. The whole one's okay. So, you have a Brysa and you have a Mishnah. What wins? A, a Mishnah always wins. Rabbi wrote the Mishnah, taking into account all the Brysas that were floating around. And he said, this is the Halacha. So why are, you, why are you knocking out the Mishnah? And by the way, I met a guy in the hotel yesterday, a Syrian, and he told me that Syrians are very, very into learning. That the Rav in Brooklyn is true. Every morning the basement is packed. Every Sunday people are learning for hours. It's true. It's like it became like part of the culture. It's MS? Beautiful. Says the Gemara. Who's Rabbi Yossi's partner in our Mishnah? Rabbi Shimon. And we're going to go into it. That's a, it's a significant thing. The Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon are together. And from the fact that Rabbi Yossi left his partner and he went to the Bryce and he says all by himself. He says, oh, in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yosef Shimon said that androgynous is a zachar. Then he goes all on his own, and he says in the Brisa that androgynous is a suffix. Shmamina haderbei. So they're trying to discuss who said what came first. Maybe it was the opposite. Maybe he's by himself, and he said androgynous is a suffix. Then he came together with his partners. Okay. Shmuel Amar. Shmuel says no. We got to knock the Brisa out. And the Mishnah is the Iker. And in our Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi Paskins, that Androgynos is a Zachar. That's what rules. A Mishnah rules. Who says this? Shmuel is the one that says that we got to go with the Mishnah. But Shmuel is also the one that always says that when you have a Yachid, a Shita's Yachid, a single Shita, that's L'Chumrah, we go with that single Shita of Chumrah. Yes, you go with a, a yachid, a das yachid, when he's by himself and he doesn't cause any damage. But over here, if we go with the yachid, Rabbi Yossi in the Braisa, it's going to knock out a Mishnah. That's very damaging to us. We don't want him to knock out a Mishnah. Fine. So this is also something that we have to remember for today. Bey Rav says in the name of Rav. Who's Bey Rav? Bey Rav is Rav Huna. Rav Huna says in the name of Rav. And we're going to get back to this Bey Rav. So remember now, on Amad Aleph, this Pei Gimel Amad Aleph, it says Rav Huna says in the name of Rav. Bey Rav says in the name of Rav. We're just going to point this out when we get to Amad Bey's. What does he say? So we're going to say here a bunch of things, a bunch of halachas that it's Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon together are saying. And that has to do with us. Why? So 
Our Mishnah talks about androgynous. And it's Rabbi Yossi is together with Rabbi Shimon. So it fits in over here. The one, Allah Rabbi Yossi bandroginus. The Allah is like Rabbi Yossi bandroginus with our kava and with grafting. We're going to go into it. Ushmuel Omar. No. Rav says Allah is like Rabbi Yossi in two things androgynous and grafting. Harkava. Shmuel says another two things. Bikaishi, when it comes to a woman giving birth, labor, and kiddush, and to answer somebody else's field. Okay, those are the two things Allah. New and and what does one hold of the other two? In other words, the Shmuel agree that Allah is like Rabbi Yosi and Adrogenus and Arkava. Does Rav agree that Allah is like Rabbi Yosi when it comes to Kaishi and Kiddush? Gemara is going to discuss. Adrogenus Hadam Maron. That's our Mishnah that Rabbi Yosi holds that Adrogenus is a Zachar and not like the Braisa, that it's a Suffolk. Why? Because we're talking about Reb Yoisi and Reb Shimon together. These are the peers. So in Mela, where are they a peer when it comes to Androgynous in our Mishnah? So the Allah is like our Mishnah that Androgynous is a Zachar. Harkava, the Snan, what does grafting mean? Ein noitin, you don't plant. Ve'ein mavrichin. So here's the picture of mavrichin. Take a look at the screen. Mavrichin is you take a branch, still attached to the tree, and you put it into the ground. And then it comes out the other side. And then the part that's in the ground takes root. Why is it called a berech? Because it looks like a knee. Right? So this is Avracha. You can't do this. You can't plant a tree on Shemitah. Mamash, a coincidence. It's Mamash Shemitah. We're talking about Shemitah. It's unbelievable. What are the odds? <laughs> oh, Shkayach. I thought you were going to say Okay, so on Shemitah, you plant a tree, you got to uproot it. Even if you did it by mistake, uproot it. Why? Why do, I, why do I give a guy a knas, uproot his tree? Because four years later, he's going, people are going to start making a chesh and what? You. You probably planted it four years ago. You're allowed to eat it now, so you plant it four years ago. Well, Shemitah, so you're allowed to do so and so. You're allowed to do our cover, you're allowed to do this stuff. So they said, okay, by mistake, on purpose, uproot it. Now, we also have Allah that 30 days, right? Where did we learn this? What Mesech did we learn? 30 days before Shemitah, Laibi, what's Mesechta? Moit Katan, Rosh Hashanah, Moit Katan, Rosh Hashanah, Moit Katan, which one? Machlaikis. 30 days, this is Tosefa Shemitah, just like this Tosefa Shabbos, Tosefa Shemitah, that comes from the Pasuk over here. Bechorah Shuvah Tishbois, a little bit, 30 days before. So says the Mishnah, You can't do our kava, here's our kava, where you graft a branch into an existing tree, you take a branch off one tree, you make a hole in the tree, you put it in there, that's, that's grafting. Thirty days before Shemitah is already like Shemitah. If you planted, and you made a knee, and you grafted, you have to uproot it. We're going to see that we passing like Rebbe Yudah soon. Rebbe Yudah says three days. Three days before the thirty. Three days. That's all it takes. You can tell right away if it's going to grab or not. If it's going to take or not. 
Now, here we go. Rabbi Yoisi the pair come along, Oimrim, Shtei Shabbosos. Two weeks. Two weeks. If you say 30, it doesn't mean 30 days before Hashanah, it means 60 days before Hashanah. Because 30 days is a given. Because the year starts 30 days before Hashanah, as it says in the positive. When you plow, it means 30 days before. So if I'm going to tell you that it took root, it means it took root 30 days before your 30 days. The year starts 30 days before Hashanah. In Av it starts. In Elo, I mean. And if you say like review the three days, the year starts 30 days before Hashanah. So three days before those 30 days. Okay, everything's understood. And Shmuel says that Allah is like Rabbi Yossi in two other places. Bekoishi Vikidush. What does Koishi mean? This nan. Kamo kishuya. So it goes like this. Midiraisa, a woman is anida for seven days. If a woman sees dam, she's anida for seven days. In other words, she could see dam, midiraisa, not what we do today. She could see dam for seven days straight. On day seven, she goes to the mikvah, tahar. The way the cycle works, there's a seven day nida cycle, like on top. Then immediately afterwards, there's an 11-day ziva period. It's an 18-day cycle, and it goes around and around. Seven days nida, 11 days ziva. What does that mean? What's significant about the 11 days of ziva? 11 days ziva means if you see dam in the first seven days, go to the mikvah yitar. But if you see dam in the 11 days afterwards, so you could either be a zavaktana or a zavakdayla. Zavagtana means she saw Dam one day or two days. And then she just has to keep one extra day of Tahara. Shemeris Yoim. But if you see like over here, four, five, six, it could be three, four, five, it could be six, seven, eight. Any three days that she sees Dam consecutively in the 11 day period. Because if she sees three days consecutively in the seven day, that's nothing. She just goes to the mikvah on day seven. There's no significance in how many days she saw. She can see one day, seven days straight. But in the, in the 11 days, if she sees three days straight, that makes her a Zavag Dayla. And a Zavag Dayla has to keep seven clean days. That's why we are mocked like as if she's a Zava and, and she has to keep seven clean days. But the right, so you don't have to. Fine. What happens is the Torah says, that the, the dam comes from a ziva. What if the dam comes from giving birth? It doesn't count towards the ziva. It doesn't make her a zava. It's very significant. Because what if a woman is a zava and then she gives birth? So now she doesn't have the typical yimei tahara that a woman who gives birth has. A woman gives birth to Zachar, she's Tommy seven days, and then 33 days she has freebies. But if she's a Zava, she still has to wait seven Akim. The, the, the giving birth doesn't cancel everything that happened before. You have a woman who's a Zava, and then she gave birth. Well, take care of the Ziva that you had. You have a certain tumor on the body, you have to wait seven Akim. But if she saw Dan because she's in labor, Kaishi, labor, it's part of her birth. 
So it's not part of this Pasuk, Vishuk Yosef Zavidama. So it's not a Ziva. We're going to say that this dam that she saw three days in a row is birthing dam. Nothing to do with Ziva dam. And Mamela, she's not taught me like a Zava. If she was pregnant, she wouldn't have had the first seven days. You wouldn't have gotten to Zava here. Why not? You can be on Nido when you're pregnant. A woman who sees down while she's pregnant is a needle. For seven days straight. Yeah, same thing as any other woman. Why am I like this? Dam is dam. So, how long is their labor? So we have a big machlekes here. It could be two two months straight. Says the Gemara, and that's the machlekes of Rabbi Yosi. Uh, <laughs> She saw Dam for Chveis, 30 days straight. She saw Dam because she was in such pain and labor. And then one day she took a break. That ruins it. That means all the 30 days that she saw Dam is not from labor. It's Ziva Dam. It has to be straight. Meaning it's unlimited. If she's in labor, she's in labor. And then she gave birth at the end. We assume that all the Dam she saw was from the pain. And it's from the labor. And it's not Ziva blood. Very, very interesting halacha. We go by the shoifer of Rish Chodesh. It goes from Rish Chodesh to Rish Chodesh. Any dam she saw in the previous month, let's say right now, it's going to be Rish Chodesh one on Tuesday, right? She's a Zava. If she gave birth after Rish Chodesh, she's a Zava. From Rish Chodesh all the way to the end of the month, she goes straight. 29 days of dam, she's nothing. She gave birth at the end of the month, it's not ziva blood, but it has to be within the month from Rishchidish to Rishchidish. Very interesting. It's based on the shayfer. Rabbi Yaisi here, and this is what we're passing like Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi, No, we give it two weeks. Shalma Yisrael. So that's the halacha of Kaishi. Kiddush. What does Kiddush mean? And. It doesn't mean Kiddush and Shabbos, right? We learned this Pasuk, we had the other day. Tukadesh. Tikdash is a Lashon of Isr. And it said by Klein. So we're talking about Klein now. Check this picture out. Baruch Hashem, I found something like that. Here's a bunch of wheat that's growing in a vineyard. This is Mamish Klein. This is exactly what the Torah is talking about, this case. Guy has a vineyard, and he plants wheat, and they grow together. Just what happened over here is that the green is owned by Reuven. The wheat is owned by Shimon. Comes Reuven, and he says he's going to destroy, he doesn't care about his friend and his wheat. He's going to plant the vineyard where he wants to plant it, ruining that guy's wheat. Could he do it? Says the Gemara... Right over the weed of his friend. He made it That weed over there is worth $100. He has to pay him $100. 
They say a murder chiddush that pegim lomid base. Ain adam oiser davar sheinishloi. I don't have the right to take my klayim and ruin your wheat. Now let me ask you a question. Can I take my milk and pour it into your chalant and ruin your chalant? No. You, you don't have the right to ruin my chalant. I'm going to eat it. No. Is there such a thing? Oh, I put, I put my geffen in your... It's, no, it's mixed. It's not just over. It's mamish mixed in there. It doesn't matter. I planted it. It got some nourishment from my gut. Tysus has the kasha. And Tysus says that it's very, it's a tremendous chiddush. You have to know this, Tysus. That when it comes to Klai Akerem, it has to do with your mind, machshava. And you have to have the machshava to do Klai Akerem. And that I cannot ruin for my friend. Just like I can't go over to my friend's animal and say, you're my avay the Zara, Mr. Animal. It's my friend's animal. You have no right to think yeah, about... I know, it's a yeah, tremendous, it. a tremendous, yeah, you're right. It's like the milk and the It's much like, like the milk, milk, milk and, and, but there's a special halacha. Yeah, that's the way it's brought. No, there's no svar here. No, no, no. There's no bemis. He's right. It doesn't make sense. Like, you think that that it should be like basabachalaf, but it's not, says Taisus. It goes by machshava. It's a special halacha in Kleaker, it goes with your mind. And therefore, say Rabbi Yossi, they argue, and they say, you don't have the right to ruin your friend's thing. The other man says, you do have the right. Who's the other man? The Omar, Rabbi Meir, and he passes like Rabbi Yossi. Iboyelu. Bandroigenos, Mali, Omar, Shmuel. Shmuel doesn't talk about Androigenos. Shmuel is in Koishi and Kiddush, right? Oh, sponsor, thank you, by Moishi Horn, in honor of the gold star, Mati Donut. Sponsored anonymously in honor of Eli Shkoyach. So, it's interesting. Shmuel says Allah is like rebuilding in two places. Kiddush and Koishi. Doesn't talk about Androgynos. Maybe yes, maybe not. But he doesn't say it. Tashma, Domar Shmuel, Ravonon, Leysa lebraisa mikamei masnisim. Shmuel says, the Mishnah wins that we had in the beginning of today's daf. The Mishnah against the Brisa, the Mishnah wins. And therefore, if the Mishnah wins, the Halacha is like you're in the Mishnah. Which is problematic, because he just says the Mishnah wins, in the Shita of Rabbi In other words, Rabbi Yossi holds Androgynus is Zachar Vada in the Mishnah. And the Brisa says it's a Suffolk Zachar. So the Mishnah wins that this is what Rabbi holds. Not that this is the Halacha like Rabbi Okay, but it seems like the Gemara says no, you see from over here. That Allah is like Rabbi Yossi. That, that Shmuel admits that Allah is like Rabbi Yossi, also by Androgynos. Harkava Mali Omar Shmuel. Rav says that Allah is like Rabbi Yossi in Androgynos and in Harkava and grafting. But what is Shmuel old? Tashma. Domali Shmuel Ravanon. Tini Kimanda Omar Shloisho Shloishim. Three days. What does Rabbi Yossi say? That's Rabbi Yuda. That's Shita's Rabbi Yuda. Shmuel Paskins like Rabbi Yuda. Not like Rabbi Yossi two weeks. Right? We said you can't graft. According to Rabbi Yossi, you can't graft two weeks before the 30 days of Rosh Hashanah. And Rabbi Yudha says three days. So Melo, you see that he doesn't pass him like Rabbi Yossi in that. Now, the two things that Shmuel said that Allah is like Rav, what is Rav, uh, like, like Rabbi Yossi, what is Rav holding it? Koishi 
a woman who's in labor, her dam is not part of the ziva. And we had a machlaik, how many weeks? Is it 40 days? Is it two weeks like Rabbi Yossi? Mali Omarav, does Rav pass like Rabbi Yossi in that? Or does he pass in it's 40, 50 days? Teiku, we don't know. Kiddush, Mali Omarav, what does Rav hold when somebody plants a vineyard right over his friend's field? Does he hold, you could ask her somebody else's field, you can't ask her. Omarav Yossi, Toshma, Omarav, Omarav. Ravuna says in the name of Rav, Ein Alok So I could answer something. Rabbi Yossi is the one who says, I cannot go into my friend's field and answer his wheat. Ein Alok you could answer, like your mayor. Why did I grab this Ravuna? In the name of Rav, in the name of Rav also. Halok Rabbi Yossi. The Alok is, Ein Alok the top words on the summit. You cannot ask her something. And that was also in the name of Rav. Why did I go with Rav Hun in the name of Rav instead of Ravad in the name of Rav? Amri be Rav Manu Ravuna. Going back to where I told you to remember in Omid Aleph, that we said that in Bey Rav, the whole sugi started Bey Rav. Who's Bey Rav? Ravuna. So of course I'm going to go with Ravuna in Ravuna. This whole sugi is Ravuna's sugya. Ravuna here says, not Ravada, Ravuna says the Allah is not like Rabbi Yossi. So Mela fits right in. Rabbi Doimer Tumtum. Now, new sugya. Rabbi Yossi, new sugya. Tumtum does not do chalitza. Why? A Tumtum doesn't do chalitza. He has a Yavama that felt him, he shouldn't do Chalitza. Why? Because he's a Saras. Saras. Omer Ravami, my Ovid, Rabbi Huda, the Tumtum, the Biri. What's he going to do with a famous story? There was a Tumtum, a real Tumtum. What's a Tumtum? Everything is covered. You don't know what he is, you don't see. It's just everything's in his body. Or everything, everything in her body. We don't know. Zachar Nekeva, it's a 50 50. They brought him into the into the um, no the operating room. They brought him to the operating room. They put him on the on the on the special operating chair. Vikra and they performed the procedure. They tore it open. Mazel tov, it's a boy. Voilid sheva benin. And after this procedure, he went on and he had seven children. So you see that a saris, a, a tumtum, is not a saris. You're telling me a tumtum can have children. Here, the guy that had surgery, the famous guy in Biri, he had seven children afterwards. You know what is going to say? No, it's impossible. He's a saris, and now you got to look into who the real father is. I mean, saying we have to look into that sugya. What he's going to say with Avram Avinu? Okay, it was a special nest over there. Now, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosi, the son of Rabbi Yehuda. A tumtum should not perform chalitza and listen to this word right over here. Shema, maybe. In other words, the son of Rabbi Yudah holds that it's a maybe Saris, not a Vadai Saris, maybe Saris. Rabbi Huda, the father, says what? 
So much so that if a guy gives birth, that he has seven children, they're all mamzerim. You have to find the real father. It's impossible. I never heard of a story where a guy that, that was a tumtum had children. Impossible. The son says, no. Rabbi Yossi Bir Rabbi Yehuda says, Shema Saris. It's possible as well. Once in a while, Saris does have, uh, a tumtum does have children. Says the Gemara, but let's just, the Lashen. Ought to call the Mikra Zohar Avi. Because he says, tumtum lo yachlois. He shouldn't do chalitza because maybe he'll be, will we'll tear it open, we'll perform a surgery, and we'll find a Zohar who maybe is a Saris. Maybe, maybe he won't be a Zohar. Why, why, why are you assuming that, this, that every tumtum is a zahar? It's a 50-50 chance that it's in a keva. Says the you're right. First of all, he shouldn't perform chalitza because maybe it's not a he. Maybe it's a she shouldn't perform chalitza. Second of all, and on the 50% chance that he's a zahar, there's another very big chance, another 50% chance in that tumtum zahar that he's not going to have children. And if he's a Sris Chama, he shouldn't perform a Chalitza. But at the end of the day, my benai, what's the difference between the father and the son? Rabbi Yudha says he's a Vade Saris. Rabbi Yossi says he's a Suffolk Saris. A Tumtum. Omar Rava, I'll tell you what the Nafkameen is. Lifso b'makoim achim. If you have a Yavam and a Yavama. And the Yavama is sitting there. And there's other brothers comes the tumtum along and he performs a chalitza. Shom I want to do chalitza. He wants to feel good about chalitza. What about the other brothers now? If you hold like the father of Yehuda, he's a vaday saris. A vaday saris has no business performing chalitza. And his chalitza is a big fat zero. So the brother could go ahead and be miyabim. As if there was no chalitza at all. Because it was performed by a person who cannot perform chalitza. But if you hold like the son Rabbi Yossi, that's a suffix. So maybe it is a good chalitza. Huh, it's a good chalitza. Nobody can be miyabimer. She's already a chalitza. And finished. And now another case. What if there are no brothers? Zero brothers. She's the Yavama. He's the sole survivor. <clears throat> Could he just walk away? And say, go get married to whoever you want. I don't need to perform a chalitza. Why? According to Rabbi Yudah, he's a vade saris. He could just walk away. You don't have to do any maisa. Go through the whole bezdin and get a fancy shoe and this and that and spit. There's no reason. He's a saris. A vade saris doesn't perform a chalitza. The Yivama goes out. Lashuk. But according to Rabbi Yudah, that it's not a vade saris, it's a suffix saris. He better perform chalitza if she wants to get married. Omar... Omar Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, Omar Rav Abba, Achua, the Rabbi Yehuda, Bar Zavdi, Omar Rav Yehuda, Omar Rav. So they said in the name of Rav, Androgenos Chayavim Olof Skilo Mishtei Mikoimos. As we finished off Shir yesterday, it's a tremendous Chiddush. Again, an Androgenos, his exterior is a he and a she. So in Meila, if you hold that an androgynous is a zakhar, what happens if somebody's boil a zakhar in the zakhar's ear? He's not chayiv on mishkev zakhar. That's not a place to be boil a zakhar. There's a place to be boil a zakhar, and that is shaloi kedarka. 
But this human being has another place, a nakvos. But if it's a nakvos, then it's a nakeva. So you're not over mishkev zacher. You are over mishkev zacher. You're over b'shtei mekoymais. Meisri Rebbe Liazer Oimer Androgen is chayel of skilo kizacher. Rebbe says no. Your kizacher in the place of zacharos meaning shloi kedarka, not in his nakvos. B'medvar amur b'zacher shloi. Potter. So you see that you're not chayv on two places, only one opening. No, he'll hold like Rabbi Simai that in Dragonus you are chayv two makayimis. Asking me a shayla that says one makim. No, there's a tana that says two makayimis. And what is the reason? My time is Rabbi Simai. Incredible. Mishkeve, the vase yud at the end of the word mishkeve is plural. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't have relations with a zachar in two ways. Mishkeve. Don't say mishkav. Mishkeve. So the Gemara learns. You hear what's going on over here? This whole pasuk that we learned our entire life, the Isra of Mishkev Zachar, according to this Mandalamar, it's not even talking about a Zachar. The whole body race, forget it, everything you learned. We're talking about a Zachar that has two Mishkeves. He also has an Akvos. So this whole pasuk is talking about don't be with an Androgynos. And the Gemara is going to ask, so if you just took away my pasuk about, of Mishkev Zachar, so how do you know it's also to be Mishkev Zachar? So everyone say, yeah, you're right. Okay, we're talking about an androgynous because it says mishkeve, so we're talking about somebody that has two ways to be shaykhav with. But it says, that androgynous that has two mishkeve, the only way you're over is the zachros, but not his nakfos. Rabbanon, but if the entire Pasuk is talking about an Andragonos, Zachar Greidem where do you know Isadar Isa to be with another Zachar? Says the Gemara, and you have to be guarded according to the Bach, the S Vav. You see the red Vav over there? It should say, Ez Zachar Lisishkav Mishkevesh. What's Vives? V means also the Isser of a Zachar to a Zachar. So now, this is very important. How do you know that there's an Isser Arayas with a woman, Shaloi Kedarka? For instance, there's a misconception out there. A few people told me this. Lamashal, if a woman is a Nida and somebody is Boiler, Shaloi Kedarka, he's Chayef Karas. How do you know? It's Shaloi Kedarka. Oh, for that we need a Pasuk. It says, V'isha. Mivi'isha. The, the word Isha. Because it could say, Mishkav. What's Isha? To tell us that Shaloi Kedarka is also by a woman. In other words, all Arayas. Eisha says Shaloi Kedarka, sister, Anida. All Arayas, Shaloi Kedarka is also just like regular. Somebody asked me last night, 
Well, adroitness is a zacher, so for everything? No, says the Gemara, not for everything. Meaning, that we're makbid on adroitness like a zacher, they shouldn't be over on mishkiv zacher. But it doesn't mean it's a zacher 100% for all halachas of a zacher. Shimat oimer kein, b'mkudashim yigdash. What about a carbon that's an adroitness? It's a zacher, bring it as a oila. It's a zacher. No. You got to be careful. L'chomra, yes, but not, not just treat it as a flat-out zachar. Uminallah on the lake Kaddish. How do I know that it's not Kaddish? Says the Gemara, because it says, now we're talking about a bird. Okay, so let's stop for a second. A bird in the base of Migdash, you have to do malika. How do you do malika? Like in the picture. There's a special way to grab it with the wings and this, and you grab it with one. And with the thumb, he cuts the back of the neck right through Malika. What is that called in day-to-day life outside of the base of Mikdash? Nevela. It's like taking a gun and shooting the bird in the head, electrocuting it. It's a nevela. It's also it's 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 tummy. If you shecht a bird, it does it's not matama. A shechted bird is not tummy. So now you have a bird that you perform Malika to in the base of Mikdash. But this bird is a nirba. Somebody had relations with this bird. Vamukta. Somebody used this bird as Avaidizara. Vahanev oh, 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 sorry. He he singled it out for Avaidizara. He said, it's going to be. It's Mukta Tabaidizar. Vanevad, somebody actually worshipped the bird for Avaidizar. Vahesnan, somebody paid a zaina for services, a bird. And then she went and she wanted to bring this bird as a carbon. But the Kayan did Malika to it. And you cannot bring this bird as a carbon. It's an Esnan. You can't bring a bird that's Avaidizara or Muktat Avaidizara. And the Kayan did Malika to it. What is that called? A Nevela. Because since it can't go on the, base, on the, on the Mizbeach, so just uh, the guy chopped off his head for no reason. Umechir. Again, Nachamal, it's an unbelievable thing. If you take a dog, take Mando, and you trade him for a parrot, the, the parrot has a certain flaw to it. You can't use the parrot and buy carbonus and stuff with it. That's how bad a dog is, everybody. So nobody should have a dog. Serious. It's the only animal. You could have a pig and trade it for a parrot. The parrot doesn't have this problem. But if you have a dog and you trade it for a parrot, the parrot is a problem. It's only with the dog. Not Mando. Mando is different. <laughs> yeah. Now listen to this. Vitumtum Andreganos. If the bird is a tumtum or an Andreganos, mitamim begodim abeisabliya. So a bird has a very, very important halacha. The only way you get tumma from a bird is not by touching it. It's by swallowing it. If you swallow bird, then you become tummy. Not only do you become tummy, your clothing on you becomes tummy. All these, since they did Malika too, and they shouldn't have done Malika too, they're Nevela. Nevela is Mitama, because it's not a Shechita. If they shechted the bird and you eat it, of course you don't become tummy. Every time you eat chicken on Shabbos, you become tummy. No. But since it's a Nevela, and you ate it, everything that you, you're wearing becomes tummy. Rebbe says, no, it's a carbon. Buy a bird. 
Buy a carbon, buy an animal. So this is what we're trying to get here. This, this line right over here. Buy regular animals, sheep, cows. There's such a thing called tumtum van droiganos. And they don't count. They're not a zacher. When it comes to a bird, the Torah never differentiates between a zacher and a keva. It's one, one thing. It's called a bird. So mainly there's no tumdum and dragon by a bird, but there is a tumdum and dragon by an animal. So you see what? That according to Rebbe Lezer, a tumtum and dragonus is a mimifneyatzma. By an animal, it's different. We also learn, Rebbe Lezer, Oimer, Hakalayim, Utrefa, Vyoytzadoifen, an animal that's a mix, Utrefa, it's Treif, V'yaitzadoifen, it was born through Caesarean, it says in the Pazaki, valid only when it's born naturally. Tumtum androgynos, Legdoishim v'lemekdishim, you see a Tumtum is a, its own category. Legdoishim v'lemekdishim, look at this picture for a second. Or Meshmuel, Legdoishim b'tmura, v'lemekdishim b'yaitzit tmura shmamina. Tmura means, if I designated number one over here as a Chathos. And then I realized, wait a minute, number one is so skinny, it's not nice to bring something like that, I'm going to take it, Number two should be instead of it. That's called Tmura, and that's Asr to do. And what happens is, both of them become Achatos. So whether your Tumtum was the number one, and you said a non-Tumtum should be instead of the Tumtum, it doesn't work. You're not over any Yisr. And whether number one was a regular animal, but you try to make number two the Tumtum instead of number one. It doesn't matter which one is a Tumtum or Androgynos, they're nothing. Let's just finish this, the, the parrot. So we start nice and fresh tomorrow, and everybody can bring the new Gemaras. It's a simple, there's only one line here. Says Rebbe's story. When I went to learn Torah by Rebbe Lazar, they all surrounded me. I believe it's something like a filibuster. Like they, were just blah, 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 blah. they didn't let him learn. They were like, on purpose. They had a reason they didn't want him to learn. They don't let me say one thing. This is the only thing they let me say. This line. According to Rebbe Lezer, Androgynos is Zachar. Have a wonderful day.